This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was facts. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 112. 112, Bill. And Adam and I have spent the last five <laughs> minutes before hitting the record button singing songs by 112. Sultry 90s early aughts R&B group 112. Did they make it to the early aughts? Oh, uh, yes. Or like, yes, of course, obviously. Yes. Yeah. I, were they one of the best? What were some other R&B group contemporaries? Well, yeah, this is where I'm kind of – It wasn't very male. There was Casey and JoJo. That's right. And they were definitely in the – they were contemporary peers. Casey and JoJo 112 were definitely there. Mm -hmm. Is this post-Brian McKnight? We're living in like a pro-like crooner Luther Vandross world. Those are happening – I think it's a little post-Luther. Yeah. But like uh, the Tyrese's of the world, the Brian McKnight's of the world. Yes. R. Kelly at the time. Yeah. They were all kind of doing it at the same time. But a lot of those guys were one R&B man singing to one woman. Sometimes – it would be like boys to men. It would be like four men yep. singing to one woman. I'll make love <laughs> to you. Right. And it's like, hold on. Who do I Which kiss? Which one? No. Who, who do I kiss? <laughs> oh, wait. Are we going to make love to each other? Like, right. who are you, to whom are you referring? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's the same applies to the boy bands, yeah. too. I mean, but like the R&B group is yeah. just uh, – it's a – That is such a funny detail, Billy. It's one thing for one individual crooner to sing a love song to, that is like has the language and like the cadence of like, yes. I'll make love to you. Like, you're my special girl. This is our night. Totally. Just what – what, what, <laughs> When it's four or five, it be- it's aggressive now. It's a little aggressive. Yes. It becomes a little confusing. So, congrats to 112 <laughs> for getting past that. Yeah. I mean, no one ever considered. We yes. just loved 112. Yes. Yes. Um, you also floated out the idea well, maybe this should just be an episode about Bad Boy Records if it's 112. Oh, and I'm instantly regretting it re- that it's not. That's okay. Were you a bad boy guy? Well, here's the thing, and I know that we've had this conversation before in our hip-hop lives together, maybe even in the studio. Sure. Um, I, of course, was a bad boy guy. I'm a child of the 90s and Biggie forever. Sure. And even, like, some early Puff Daddy. And Mace. And Mace. But this is where you and I – this is one of the differences. Harlem World? This is where one of the things that you and I diverge. You don't like Jiggy. I don't like Jiggy. You like Biggie. You don't like Jiggy. That's correct. That's exactly right. Mace was just such a proponent of like that. I know I've said this before and I'm going to sound like an old auntie from the 70s saying this. But like there's a hip-hop sound that's high-pitched bells Mm. that I don't like – Sort of exemplified by me in Money Ain't a Thing, Jermaine Dupree, Jay-Z. There's just like a bell, almost like a tambourine, like almost like a triangle element to hip-hop that I just always kind of made my teeth hurt. Mace was a triangle rapper to you? To me, Mace was a triangle rapper to me. Really? Yeah. Okay, but then what about the locks? Love the locks. No triangle. Love the locks. Money, power, respect. That's right. All you need in life. Love that song. Love the locks. <laughs> Love that. That was Bad Boy? Yes. See, so you're more vert. You're. Can you just tell me who is the Bad Boy roster beyond Biggie, Puffy, and Mace? Those were some of the biggest ones. Okay. Then you also had Lil Kim. Lil Kim was there. Yep. Got if it. you were associated with Biggie Junior Mafia, got it. But they didn't really flower out that like in the way that we thought they were going to. Yeah. So much so that the locks, when Biggie died, yes, and Jiggy was born. <laughs> The Locks yes. left Bad Boy and went to the Rough Riders. Wow. DMX's crew. Wow. Stop, drop, open up, shop. shop. 
So the locks are welcome here. The locks are like, yeah, yeah. we're not here to get jiggy. We want to wear black coats. Yeah, that was I guess Represent that was Yonkers. That's right. I think there was something about Bad Boy to me that felt. Um, poppy, mm. like a little poppy. The bells and the triangle sound to me just indicated a bridge into the pop world right. that I, at the time, was a little reluctant to embrace. Right. I liked Mesa's like lazy flow. Come I li- on. I liked his flow a lot. Wait, so you like the flow, just not the essence of a triangle? Yeah, it was just like his, because like, what was that one song he had? What like, about the song, if you had 24 hours to live, just think, where would you go, what would you do, and who would you screw? <laughs> do you remember that song? No, I don't remember that one. Jadakiss was on it. Everyone I mean, was barking. Again. I think DMX was on it. I think he came out and went, oh, oh, oh. I'm not. I am No like, triangle there, big dog. I'm You're sorry. right. I'm going to be defending. Nope. He was Murder Mace before he was I, M.A. Dollar Sign E. You're absolutely right. And like your hip-hop context, and you have a much uh, deeper and nuanced understanding and cultural context for Bad Boy. I am a less um, well-versed. But you're, hip-hop fans, but, so I only know Mace from his radio hits, and I didn't like them. But here's the thing. It was a bell curve, because once he peaked on some of those songs, it went down fast. He yeah. started an R&B group called Harlem World, oh. which was the equivalent of Rugrats, the cartoon <laughs> Rugrats, <laughs> Why, just now singing and dancing <laughs> for you. Oh, it was like the nectar of what Puffy wanted, <laughs> yeah. like like the entertainment value of hip-hop and yes. not rap. Yes. And it was just like, what the hell is Mace doing That's right, right now? This is like an off-Broadway play. And do you think, in your opinion, is that what sort of – because he was like – post-Biggie, he – Mace was like on the come up. He was huge. Oh, yeah. For a while, it felt like he was kind of the most popular rapper sure. in America. Sure. And you're saying that maybe his transition to R&B or maybe tanked his reputation, tanked his Yeah, he had some weird trajectory. things going on. I think that in Harlem in general, the <laughs> Harlem was like, you have to leave. <laughs> Not just because of his Rugrats pop group, but also because of, I think, of a couple of things that were probably happening on the streets. Cameron likes to talk about it a lot. Yeah. And they basically exiled him. And they're like, you're a priest now down in Florida. Oh, that's cool. Or something like that. Or Atlanta. You're you're gone now. Is Cameron V. Mace a Harlem? Is that a rivalry? Is I, that like a... I'm quite, I'm quite certain that there's some beef there. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine being like unofficially disbarred from your own neighborhood like that would be tough for I the think psyche. that's kind of like street justice witness protection yes exactly well said you know what I mean you better not be here yes. it's better for you if you're not here I think you leave I think the streets tell you you don't <laughs> your time is up here and you, you leave what do you think you would have to do to be um dishonorably discharged from Rockville Center from and Rock- not welcomed back from Rockville Center <laughs> Rockville Center Long Island bucolic beautiful hometown mm-hmm. yep. there you are from what would you have to do to be barred mm-hmm. <laughs> to like how, what bridge would you have to burn I think that I would need to publicly disparage Geno's <laughs> The pizza place. The pizza place. That would place. be it. I think that if I spoke ill upon Geno's, people would say, we don't have time for you. <laughs> Get on Sunrise Highway and head towards Queens. You're no longer a Nassau County resident. Oh, I'm sorry. Geno's is it good enough for you, Bill? We stick with Geno's. <laughs> We're with Geno. Boy, bye. Yes. Um, yes. And then another R&B group, or the R&B group, once yes. again, 112. 112. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Mace left, but 112 stuck around. 112 stuck. Yeah. Yes. God bless. And so that's this the episode, is our episode we are. Exactly. Dedicated to 112. Um, so most of what I just said was a fact. Yes, most of. I'm sure that I got some of the details wrong. Probably some hyper, hyperbole or opinion in there somewhere. Right. I yeah. think when I started talking about Cameron, I started like feeling my own bullshit detector yeah. coming out. Like, where yeah. It's like, you don't know exactly what you're talking yes. about now. Yes. So I say, we devote an episode 
to facts. Facts. Why not? Let's talk about true things. I wasn't even sure, Adam, uh, when we stumbled upon doing an episode about facts, yeah. whether or not we had done an episode about facts before. <laughs> because it feels like maybe all of them are about how they're not facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dumb noun episodes are some of my favorite. Yeah. Fruit. Wallet. But here's the thing. This is why I thought we did an episode about facts. Because yeah. we've done an episode about hacks. Hacks. Hacks life and facts. <laughs> the no joke podcast. <laughs> life hacks. Yeah, hacks. we did life hacks. We just did hacks and now we're doing facts. That was a really good one. Yeah. So back to facts. Yeah. Yeah. So I stumbled upon because I'm a trendsetter. Yep. I am very a, much I'm a tastemaker. I'm an early adopter. Definitely. I invest in things way before they're about to peak. Please I refer to our Bitcoin episode. Exactly. Yes. I'm at the front of the line. Yes, you are. Always. So so when I say that something's popular, people usually immediately go to it. Tastemaker, influencer. Influencer. Call him what you will, he's Bill. Stumbled upon a little <laughs> Twitter handle called Uberfacts. You and 14.5 million other folks. I am number 14.5 million million and one person to hear about this Twitter site. Yes. I had never heard of it before two minutes ago when you told me. Yes. Um, But there is a Twitter feed called Uberfacts, and it's literally just that. Yeah. It's littered with clickbaity, kind of evocative facts. Yes. Kind of in line with the Snapple cap facts. That's right. Where it's like, you're not going to try and disprove this. Like a tri- a truly trivial yes. fact. Yes. Trivia. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe before we get into the Uber facts list, yes. maybe we'll read through some of them yeah. and discuss what we read. Yeah. I'm curious, Adam. Was this a national thing? Snapple facts. Snapple facts? The Snapple facts under the Snapple cap. Big time. It was. Yeah. That was big where you were. Yeah. Okay. But in my mind, it was, and it was just like weird facts like the Des Moines Highway is the shortest highway in all of Iowa. Or like, it's right. like little randoms. That's right. Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. Because, big time. <laughs> um, little known fact Snapple's headquarters, Long Island. Really? So there I was, did not know that. So there's a certain level. Do you remember the Snapple lady? The commercial oh. lady? Hi Whoa. from Snapple. Wow. Hi Have... from Snapple. Wow, Bill. Yeah. Haven't thought about her since the last time I encountered like her. Like a Najimi knockoff? Very much a Kathy Najimi knockoff, yeah. if not Najimi herself. But she was the Snapple <laughs> lady. Now I remember. Yeah. Hi from Snapple. <laughs> Those headquarters were based in Long Island. Yes, if were. you couldn't tell from her. <laughs> Hi from Snapple accent. <laughs> So I wasn't sure if, like, cool. if that mattered like more to us, where really? we're like, those Snapple caps. Like when kiwi strawberry was popping off, we've discussed this before. Yes. And like peach iced tea was Huge. popping off. Major. We were like, yo, Long Island is on the map <laughs> That's right pretty now. cool. Long that... Island is like everywhere. That's a cool brand to take regional ownership of, in my opinion. Agreed. Snapple's a pretty cool one to own regionally. Agreed. I think that's pretty right. And this is still when the bottles were glass, so they got extra cold. Yeah. Um, Snapple facts, though. Yes. Th- those made it to your part, Absolutely, too. Absolutely, yes. Okay, great. Absolutely. Were I those think I... fun? for you guys like those were fun for us yeah i mean i i don't have the most vivid memory about like really internalizing those facts okay because my snapple experience was almost exclusively in a please to wash down the grilled cheese two slices of pizza hut pizza context (laughs) yeah so that top was getting probably the cap was getting flung Flung. that's a flung You're flinging that. Yeah. I'm Got opening it. it. I'm flinging it. I'm d- essentially dousing my body with kiwi strawberry, throwing it out. I learned this about you years ago. When it's time to eat, you are not a patient man. You could be emotionally patient with all of your yeah. best friends. It's yeah. amazing. But if someone puts a plate of big food in front of you, you eat it like a coyote. Oh, it's like I'm never going to eat again. So for me to hear that your experience with facts growing up yes. was I fling them across the pizzeria. <laughs> that, that checks out. That's on That brand. aligns with your... With your understanding of me, would you say that you are a uh, you were a fact based boy? Would you tell? <laughs> <laughs> 
growing up, would you tell white lies or were you always the type to say, no, this is this is the truth? White lies, manner exaggerations, fuzzy memory, not at all a fact-based boy. So you're not fact-interested. Not, not at all that fact-inclined. Okay. Nowadays, uh-huh. now that we live in this crazy alternative fact world, right. I'd like something like a Twitter a feed like Uberfacts is almost a political statement. It's right. almost like it's almost like a ethical stance to be like, trust me, these are this is science. So we're not going to fling me. our phones across the studio. No way. Okay. I've matured when it has come to fact, my fact relationship. I can totally relate <laughs> to being that little boy, though, and being like, I have iced tea in front of me. <laughs> Zoom! <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Um, so maybe in the second act, we get into the Uberfax list. We'll yeah. scroll through a couple, read great. through a couple, and discuss. Sounds great. Hi from Snapple. <laughs> I can't believe it. I've not thought about her in years. Was that short lived? Was that years long? <sighs> that feels like it was like a little whisper of an ad campaign. Right. But uh, I don't know. Maybe in retrospect, she, was she like Flo from Progressive? Was she that ubiquitous? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Was was she she, an, she's up there. She is. She feels up there. Why doesn't Snapple run with her anymore? That's weird. Good question. Good question. All right. Yeah. Well, email Snapple at gmail.com. Definitely. In, in the act break. Yep. Um, during the act break, we have to play a song. Yes, we do. Snapple. Snapple. Bad boy. Oh. What? Yeah. I mean. The locks. That's good. I mean. We should play a one. We should be flooding this Come episode on. with one twelve. Yeah, please. Should we do the Only You remix? Yes. I mean, we're talking Puffy. We're yes. talking Mace. We're talking Biggie. Yes, Billy. One, okay. Yes. The one twelve. Only You remix. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be right back. No joke pod. Thank you. The notorious just please us with your lyrical thesis. We just chillin', milk em, top billin', silkin', pure linen, me and little seeds, Malibu sea breeze, dawn peas, palm trees, cats named Pablo, and milked out Diablo. The williest, what? be the silliest. The more I, the smaller the filly gets. Room 112, where the players dwell, and stash more cash than Bert Fidel. Inhale, make you feel good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Pick up in your middle like Moni. Yeah, she don't know me, but she's setting up. Yeah. yeah. Try to style sliding off with a homie. Yeah. yeah. Escada don gotta play up. Stays clergyman. Game so tight. They call okay. it version. Oh, I need to know where we stand. Do we share the
you want to. Money, I'ma front you. Girl, I wanna flaunt That's you. Right. I'ma always want you when nobody wants uh -huh. you. If I die now, my love will still haunt Come you. On. Mace ain't the one that'll pay for your phone. Mace, the Mace be the one that'll take you home. That's Even right. though I'm not the one that gave you the stones yeah. on your days alone, not to make you moan. Uh -huh. Everybody know I got more bounce than an ounce. Bad, Bad boy, boy, get more money than you can count. Why I'm buying things you can't even pronounce. I do it to you, cat, for a large amount. And when the beef come, you know where to be found. Why be around till the winner is announced? Then you go, girl, with thousands in your palm. Why you can't let bygones be bygones? Where do I go? What must I do if I can't live without love? Thinking of you makes me feel, baby, like I'm the Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was the Only You remix. Correct. 112 with Puffy and Mace. Correct. That's the triangle sound I'm talking about. And Notorious B.I.G. And Notorious B.I.G. But yes, you, we listened it. to it and yeah. the triangle now stands out. Yeah, that's just – it was that sound that I just – that I associated with Mace. Here's my fear. You may have just ruined all of Bad Boy for me. I hope not. I, I sincerely hope That not. may be one of those things where it's like – there was a time in my life where I would like uh, – what was I playing? I was playing some sort of in instrument. Yeah. And I was listening to bass lines yes. in pop songs yes. way more. And then suddenly like all I heard was the bass it's line. All you can hear. I better not be hearing triangles I hope from here not, on Billy. out. I hope not, Billy. I hope not. If One Money, More Problems has if, – if it's all about the Benjamins has a triangle, this is bad. I, this is really bad. I don't <sighs> mean to infect you at all with my hip-hop biases, but I'm just anti-triangle in hip-hop. Okay. Look, I'm a RZA. I'm a RZA loyalist. Mm, I need like, like a sad violin. Sad violin and like yeah. a weird, yeah. syncopated, grungy, sounds like it was almost made by accident. It's ironic <laughs> that you're such a bad boy and you hate bad boy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bill. Oh, wow. I am such a bad boy. Hip-hop's bad boy. All right. It's <laughs> the second act of the No Joke Podcast. In this episode, we are talking facts. We're talking facts. Okay, and that's a fact? We are going to be using the Uber Facts Twitter uh, feed as a sort of a gentle reference. Let's learn. For some facts that we'll discuss. Let's learn. Let's do it. Um, Adam, are you scrolling? I'm scrolling. Hit stop. Okay. What fact do you have for me, Bill? <laughs> okay. Hmm. The more stressed you are, the slower your wounds and illnesses heal. Well, well, well. Stress. Mental health affects physical health. What do you think? Totally. I, f I feel that to be true. Okay. When I'm sick, this happens a lot with Maggie. It's like a weird, like, it's fuel on the fire. If I'm a little sick, like with a little cold, mm -hmm. I'll get sad yeah. because it's like hampering my, I can't go out and play basketball with you and right. I'm annoyed. Right. That sadness makes me sicker. I can feel, I feel that happening. Yep. So absolutely. You know, on. one time I had a, I was having a kind of a rough day and I had scraped my arm and I thought I needed stitches, maybe like 20 stitches. Yeah. And I was bleeding really bad. Jeez. Really, really bad. And then the ice cream man drove past my house and the wound magically healed. <laughs> I was 
wasn't bleeding anymore. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, I'm so happy. Thanks, Dr. Ice Cream. I'm lying. But <laughs> do you think that the, the opposite applies? That a good mood will heal your wounds faster? Yes. Is that what that said? Well, I mean, that that's said the that... inverse of what this is saying. This is saying the more stressed you are, the slower your wounds heal. So the inverse would be the uh, le- less stressed you are, the better your wounds heal. That's why. you And you buy that? I do. I a mean, cut, like a I... cut healing. Because because you got good news? This is a good question. It's interesting because there is a bit of like a woo-woo, take it on faith that that's true, like the power of positive thinking. Right. If you have cancer and like you like are surrounded by positive energy, like you'll beat it. And if you are sad about it, like it'll beat you. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that that's... That's funny because I feel complicated now because in in a situation like that, I'm all about positive thinking. It doesn't hurt. Right. But on a micro scale, yeah. when it's like, hey, I might need two stitches in my thumb, <laughs> yeah, I don't think... but if I listen to a really funny podcast, I might not bleed. <laughs> yes, no. I'm I like, that that... I don't know. No, I think that's, <laughs> that, that's false. Okay. Yes, I think, I, I think your instinct is right where that, <laughs> like, I don't think that's how, I don't think that's how it works. Okay, got it. I think it's more like I, I am, I have an illness. Okay. Um, if I allow it to depress me. Yeah. That it will be, my body will take longer to recover from this illness. Okay. If I am relentlessly positive in my attitude yeah. about my ability to defeat this illness, it, it will. It might help. It it might help. It might help. It might help. So, are you a Patch Adams guy? <laughs> that like sick kids need clowns to be better. Yeah, a clown comes in and like this might be the trick. Seems almost insulting. Does it? If I'm sick and a clown comes in, I'm like, why not just make him a regular clown? Is it, why does he have to be like a medical clown? <laughs> Like, bring the doctors in for the first act, wacky clown second act, just to raise the spirits. But, like, don't I don't need a prescription from the clown. You don't need a whole prescription. The clown should almost just be... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was, good, it was yeah. good food for thought. It was good food for thought. It was good fact for thought. Yeah. Um, what do you say that I do a scroll? Scroll and stop, Bill. You do it. We scroll in, we scroll in, we you scroll in. Tell me when. Stop. Holy cow. Okay. We, the royal we, okay. tend to think that other people are more easily influenced than ourselves. Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Okay. We tend to think others are more easily influenceable than ourselves. Yes. I, I personally think I'm an anomaly to that fact. I'm okay. sure that's true. People um, – People – I would say people are more inclined to tell others what to do than to listen. That's right. I would say – I think that's true. I think people are – which has like led to bigger problems in the world. Yes. And inability to listen. Yes. <laughs> we don't listen as much. No, that's right. Right. Yeah. Can you read it one more time? I can read it one yes. more time. Um, we tend to think that other people – are more easily influenced than ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Because we all think that, like, I have my values, I have my convictions. Right. Like, I'm sure I'll listen to differing opinions of things, but like, I know what I think and right. I know what I believe. And frankly, I'm confident that I'm right. And they should really be listening to me. That's right. I think that's like, I think that's that sort of confidence and self assuredness. Right. I think that there's like an evolutionary reason for that. It's like, um, yeah, you want to believe that you're right, that you're living well, and that you know what you're doing, that you know what you're talking about. On Talk Show, the game show, yes. um, when we had to do lightning round yes. questions, yes. we wanted to create questions where there was um, – excuse me, not lightning round questions. At the beginning, there is a question where we uh, introduce each guest, yeah. and they are then introduced with a trivia question at uh, the end. Of got it. it. And the trivia question always needed to have an objective answer. Yeah. There couldn't be subjectivity where two people could say different answers and they're both kind of right. Mm-hmm. They needed to be fact-based questions. Yep. Is this a fact-based fact? We tend to think that other people are more easily influenced than ourselves. Feels like it gets a little 
it gets a little help by using the word tend. Tend. Tend to. Yep. Tend to. It's yep. like this is a trend. This is like human sh- tend to shade in this in this right. psychological direction. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I can imagine this being tested. Yeah. Like I can imagine the like sort of uh, like psychological tests. Yeah. Like Venkman and Ghostbusters style tests that would bear out. Got it. This. Yeah. I think this is like relatively fact checkable, but mm-hmm. I know what you mean. It's like feels a little bit like a, an assumption, like a half fact, half like uh, inference. Follow up question. Yes. What does Uber mean? <laughs> what, Uber? Super? Uber means super in German. It means like very or super, super or big. Okay, got it. Big. Because I wasn't sure if it was like if there was if it kind of defined like uh, it's not like exactly kind of like, fact pseudo. Right. I think it means like Fun. very. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so you can take a lift or you could take a very. Very. I think so. Okay. <laughs> I, think so. I think that's right. Let's take a lift. Um, okay, Bill. Here I go. I'm scrolling. Scrolling. I'm scrolling. 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 What? Was that Limp Biscuit? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Do you remember that song? What? Rolling? We be rolling, 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 rolling. What? Feels very dirty. Was that best? Was that biscuit? Has to be right. And he always wore. He always wore a red backwards hat. Yankees. Always. I think it was Yankees red to the back. Did he ever go hatless? Was he always wearing? I associate him with the red backwards hat. Was he always? In my, I think, and like his image, like LL Cool J style. We're talking hat, Fred Durst. Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit. I think the hat was part of the Durst. Okay. I think it was probably some bald subconsciousness there as a bald. If I needed to sort of spot him and be like, I see what you're doing Fred mm. you're bald and you're self-conscious about it because you're on MTV and you need to be youthful and cool throw a hat on there cover it up his red hat was a red flag I think so okay well said scrolling 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 what scroll okay okay people in a seven year study mm. who ate seafood at least once every week okay. had a th- <laughs> who was feeding these people all of these <laughs> these fish okay um People in a seven year for seven years, How seven year we, study. You guys don't have wait seafood at least once a week had a thirty percent lower occurrence of dementia. So I think that is speaking to like fish is brain food. Okay, I think there's that sort of cultural thing that's like fish and seafood is somehow like good for your brain. Can I rewrite that fact, please? Over there was once a group of people who agreed to eat fish for a study that would eventually lead to this dumb tweet. <laughs> That That's is an objective fact. fact. <laughs> and that is a fact. That is a fact-based fact. A group of people agreed to a seven-year study where they would eat fish so that I could do this dumb tweet. Inference, they regret it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fish guy? Uh, huge fish guy. Steaks on the menu, fish is on the menu. Do you – what's your percentages? How many times – 80-20 steak to fish. Okay. Definitely. Okay. However, if I've had a cheeseburger for lunch or if like I've already ground beefed it that day or something like – oh, how big fish guy. Happily, happily. What's like a fish you get? I don't order fish. Cod. I love a codfish. Oh, my cod. Swordfi- oh, my cod. Swordfish is really good. Does it Lappy all taste like amazing. the same fish? Yes. It's all just fish. Yes. <laughs> That's weird. I wonder why like the scientists went through all the hustle and bustle of naming them all different fishes <laughs> when it all just comes down to it's a fish. It's fish. It's one fish. It's a... Now, Billy, you have a strong anti-fish bias. Yes. In general, we've talked about this a bunch. You're yeah. afraid of the sea. You have a premonition always have that the sea will, quote, take, take me out. out. Uh... <laughs> yes. So I <laughs> Water will take me out. And that body of water will be the sea. Fact. <laughs> I've learned. There's a fact. And that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Right. Um, don't like fish. Don't trust animals don't like that fish. don't have feet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've gotten through that many, yes. many a time. Absolutely. Um, one time I worked at a deli. It was a catering office. Yes. Uh, that had a catering office. Yeah. And we were delivery guys. So yeah. they'd get big corporate orders. Yep. And then it would be our jobs to take these corporate orders to these offices all around New York yep. City. We would then drive back in. And it was very fraternal, really fun, yeah. kind of locker roomy jocular experience yes. it was so fun though. yes really nice fun guys everyone's playing pranks with one another yes word got out that bill doesn't like fish oh god 
And they would make fish. Yes. They'd cook fish. Of course. And it's one of the things that is cooked. Sure. Yeah. It's a food. Yes. They sell food. <laughs> yeah. Coliseum Deli on Long Island. Everyone should go there. Hempstead Shout Turnpike. <laughs> um, I walk back one day, and the owner, this guy Ralph, the two yes. owners are Richie and Ralph. Yes, They're they both are. heroes. <laughs> Ralph Italian is standing, heroes. Italian heroes, yeah. not the sandwich, <laughs> the literal kind. Yeah. He's standing back there, and he seems so pleased to see me. And anytime a boss seems pleased to see you, yeah. you're like, oh, I must have been, I must be doing a good job. Nice. The top of the totem pole seems happy to see me. Little, little. And I get out of my car, and he's like, hey, Billy, how you doing? And I'm like, good, Ralph. Like, everything cool? And he's like, yeah, like, I've been noticing what you're doing around here. And I'm just like, wanted to let you know you're doing a great job. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's thanks, here. man. He's like, I made you lunch. I was like, thanks. you made me lunch? It's like he gets like... What the chefs – chefs will prepare him meals. The Did that ch- set off any suspicion to you in that moment? We were like, sick. Rose-colored glasses, Thank dog. you. I'm just like, whoa. Like, Ralph probably <laughs> wow. made me some badass <laughs> Italian meal. Yes. And he, like, made it for me and yes. he wants me to have it. Yes. And, like, before I even opened it, I was just like, Ralph, like, thanks so much, man. And, like, yeah. I just want you to know that, like, it's really great working for you. You've created this great work environment where everyone really, like, yeah. looks forward to coming here. So sincere. And, like, we're both just having a moment. Aww. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm probably going to get a raise. Bonding. And so he's like, well, enjoy. And he opens up. It's like one of those styrofoam clamshells. Yes. And he opens it up, and it is the upper third of a massive fish, head to neck, staring up, looking at me. Oh, God. It's probably like four feet, uh, four pounds of just fish head, and it's staring at me and mocking me. And before I could even process what to do, I gave it an underhand uppercut, open-palmed slap, and the fish went, no joke, 45 feet in the air. Okay. So just On to Hempstead Turnpike. (laughs) blast off a fish and I suddenly turned the tables because all they wanted to do was be like aha Billy was so scared suddenly the new news story was fish goes flying out of Coliseum Deli you had to be there Billy smacked a fish 50 feet onto the freeway I ran down the bar I was it was chaos Great prank. Yeah. We will never have a challenge on No Joke where yeah. we say, mail us a fish head. Yeah, never. It was a never. nightmare situation. Uh, Even to a, someone without a fish phobia, opening a, a – expecting a nice correct. lunch from your friend correct. and boss, opening a thing to find a severed fish head, that is Godfather-like intimidation. Exactly. The, the, that is what they do in The Godfather. That's the Long Island equivalent of the horse in the bed. That's exactly. Yeah. Um, Maggie and I were in Thailand uh, this past March, and I saw something that I my first thought was like, Billy would hate this. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. We were in Cambodia. Okay. And we were in Cambodia, and we pulled off to a gas station. This was quite near one of these like abandoned old ancient temples that were kind of overgrown and weird. Right. And we pulled up to this gas station in the middle of Cambodia. A guy pulled up in a weird, janky old kind of Toyota. Oh, no. Ran around to the back of the Toyota, opened the trunk of the Toyota. What's in the, the Toyota? The trunk was just water with fish. Wait, wait, Live wait. fish. Wait, what do you mean just water? <laughs> water pours out of things. He, was ju- he opened the trunk, and the trunk was a little pool. It was oh. a pool. Oh. And it was fish oh. that they had just – he had clearly just been caught a bunch of fish and I think there was like a little plastic lining he had lined the trunk of his car and it was just water and fish I'd have a panic attack (laughs) in that car I would have an honest to god (laughs) panic attack in that car it was grotesque yep it was truly grotesque that reminds me of and we'll keep it short because we have to go into the second act break do you remember when we were in Brooklyn we were kids and somebody opened up a truck once and there was just a bunch of dead in Astoria this was by your apartment in Astoria no it was not a refrigerated truck folks not at all but inside Many, Adam. many dead lamb. Many Just dead like lamb. stacks of dead lamb. Like extras from Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was brutal. 
It was, I would walk to your house all the time. Is that a halal thing? That yeah. It's not refrigerated? I don't know. But like the thing Flies. that seemed weird that it was deep, it was deeply unrefrigerated. Correct. And, and like the lamps were just like on top of each other, skin to skin, fur to fur, no barrier between that and the truck. Imagine walking into a sauna, a wooden environment, <laughs> oh, God. and there's just a massacre of lambs. Oh. That's what this truck looked like. And I Felt remember like... me and you walking by and being like, Oh, oh my God! Is that what we've been eating? That's many dead lamb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Glad we could yeah. share that with the Walking listeners. Walking to Queens. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. Second act break. We could do another one twelve song if we so choose. There's peaches and cream, but maybe we want to do another bad boy record. Yeah. Or maybe there's a lamb song. Uh, uh Mary had a little. Um, I wonder what Are there verses to Mary had a little lamb. His fleece was white as snow, but everywhere that Mary went, that lamb, lamb was, was sure to, to go. go. I think there's probably a few more epic verses to that. I think Is that's that sort of song? a longer. Sung or or spoke little, song. Little, little Mary had a little. Uh, oh, uh, maybe I think it has like a, a lullaby Mary tune. Had, okay, okay. I'd be a little more interested in to dip back into the Bad Boy catalog. If and, and again, I'm going to sort of lean on you. That's fine. Just because when I listen to this podcast, that's what I'm going to want to hear. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, what about the locks? Or do you want to do a lock song? I would kind of love it. We certainly can. Maybe just to contrast against the 112. Should we do Money, Power, Respect? That's yeah. a, that's like a big one. That's a banger. I love that. song. That's a big one. I do love that song. Money, Power, Respect. Yes. Simple. Thank you. Done. I believe in money, power, and respect. First you get the money, then you get the power. After you get the power, then this power is you need in life. Respect, money, power, respect. What you need in life. Money, power, respect. What you eat and ride. Money, power, respect. Money, power, respect. Money, power, respect. Money, power, respect. About it, about it. We take yours while you pout about it. Truck, step out, booze, wanna crowd around it. You can see me on Optimum TV. Go in your bathroom, turn the light out, scream, Bloody Mary. One, two, three. Chic ain't your usual friend. But I can set you up like Kaiser and walk straight at the end. I'm done with ice and charms. I'm trying to ice my whole cast when I'm gone. Pull up with class on the door. Once I meet him, I greet him. Kiss his feet for freedom. Tell him thank you, Lord. Cause on earth I was getting bored. Now resurrect me back to this cat or sheep. So I can make the sound and get back the cats that's weak. 2.30, Me bunch for you, that's like a cat versus a pit bull. Gun, no flip bull. Keep hunger and plan for the future. Cause you figure you gonna be older. Way longer than you gonna be younger. Money, power, respect. What you need in life. Money, power, respect. What you eat and ride. Money, power, respect. Sleep at night. You'll see the light. What's the key to life? Money, power, respect. What you need in life. Money, power, respect. What you eat and ride. Money, power, respect. Money, power, respect. Money, power, respect. What's the key to life? Only time to tell how the clock tick. I really love hair, but I'm still a hostage. Two personalities, check the posture. Smoke out the mouth, flare out the nostrils. Thinking death. The life seems scary. I pass the graveyard, seeing people here merry. I ain't chillin'. Till I'm out parachuting, race my man and I on time for about 10 diamonds. 25,000 apiece, forget streets. Trying to own the island, forget about wildin'. Try riding in the car that be gliding. If I showed you where I live, you would think I was hiding. Slink bricks, the chicks that don't speak English. Wake up in Trinidad, like touching them rich. Come back, private jet, live on set. You can spit gold, I can spit baguettes. Money, power, respect, what you need in life. Money, power, respect, what you eat and ride. Money, power, respect, you sleep at night. You'll see the light. Keep the light. Money, power, respect, what you need in life. Money, power, respect, what you eat and ride. Money, power, respect, money, power, respect. 
Whenever we drop this, monotonous for y'all to keep hating, cause y'all never gonna stop us. I keep my rock spotless and my girls topless. Take time, try to figure out who the locks is. Spare no one, kick rhymes like Shogun. You scared to blow one, get robbed with your own gun. If I don't respect you, I'ma check you. And if I don't kiss you, I'ma peck you. Right before I wet you, I sneeze on tracks and bless you. I'm special, and if you like working out, then I'm gonna stretch you. Hustling is dead, but we still get red. Turn the spots in the bakeries to get back bread. And y'all said, my money spent, but it's an event. So when the feds come, the dogs can't get a cent. And my story, self-explanatory, that I'm the hottest thing on the street, and y'all ain't got nothing for me. What's the key to life? Yeah. One pound respect, what you need in life? One pound respect, you be eating right. Mm-hmm. One pound respect, you sleep at night. You'll see the light. What's the key to life? One pound respect, what you need in life? One pound respect, you be eating right. One pound respect, money pound respect, money pound respect. This is a beat that I can freak and just drop the rails. Bless us up with the L. Know my skills. X from the grills. Hit them up. Split them up. Wet them up. And watch them come. Get them up. Shut them up. When you do dirt, you get dirt. Trick. Click. Step back like I did work. Say no fucking game. What you think I'm playing? Till you land. To red, the junkyard, to can. Mom's at home praying. To coming home, but you not. You sitting up in the trunk. Starting to rap. And hell is hot, though, because I'm here now, baby. It's going down, baby. Get the four pound, baby. And let off up in the... Especially if he think he bigger. Get my mother... Trigger. Did I? Can I get my... Is it gone? DMX representing one time. Song. One pound spent, what you mean like? One pound Welcome back to the Nojo Podcast. That was Money, Power, Respect. That song gets me hyped as hell. That's an anthem. That's really good. That's a like late 90s anthem. Wow. When Big Punisher was still alive, that was just a good time Love for rap. that track. Yep. Just the drone. I don't know if it's violin or shit. Just like, mm-hmm. yep. just give me a little loop, yep. rep, just, and loop it over and over again. We listened to the song in the act break, and you noticed a very good thing. Uh, I said that DMX barks yeah, right before his verse. Bark. But I said that it was like, <clears throat> Adam, tell the listeners what it sounded like. Much more like, rap, rap, rap. <laughs> I was saying it was like a puppy, more like kind of a puppy bark than like a big dog bark. It's a yip or an arf. It was a yip or an arf, and you said if it was spelled in a crossword, it would be A-R-F-R. Yes. Yeah. Arf. <laughs> arf. 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 <laughs> it was arf, arf. So if you rewind about, uh, let's call it two minutes. Two minutes-ish. Yeah, we, we've got an arf. Arf. Yeah. DMX. <laughs> uh, this episode is called Facts. Facts. How many facts have we done so far? I, I think maybe we've read two and we've identified them both as maybe half facts. I think we did three but then got very <laughs> sidetracked by a story about me smacking a fish, fish out of a grown man's hand. <laughs> Onto a highway. Right. The Sunrise Highway. Yes. In Long Island. The Hempstead Turnpike. Do but... not send us fish heads. Yes. And this isn't like a cute thing where we're saying don't and do. Right. do. There's no reverse <laughs> psychology. We're actually digging our own graves because yeah. there's no way. Yeah. There's on Twitter you can put like uh, words that I choose not to see. Yeah. Yeah. If you get triggered by certain words yeah. or certain people, you yes. can block them. You can mute them. You can actually go into your settings and say none of that. Yes. There's no way to do that in real life. No. The fish may come. The, f- the fish may come. And we'll – you know what? We'll know if you actually mail this fish. It will reek. It will be wet and smelly. It will reek. It will reek like fish. So you've never fished. I have you never fished. caught fish. I have fished. Didn't like it. Didn't like it, obviously. But you grow up. Yeah, they're slimy. They have no feet. They have no legs. Have you gone fishing? Uh, just once. You like baiting your own hook? You no. like putting that, that nail through no. a, a no. living animal's N- mouth? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not a vegetarian. I eat it all. Uh, yeah, exactly. But I just don't want to viscerally push a needle through another fish's mouth or worm's head. Let me ask you this. If someone said... 
um, because we both love eating meat very much. Yeah. If someone said you can only eat – Billy, you can only eat meat if you kill the animal yourself. Okay. Do you think you would learn how to kill animals or would you become a vegetarian? Well, where would I be? <laughs> would I be living in Los Angeles, in the city of Los Angeles? Um, You know – Ye, um, or is this world different now where it's like there's animals readily available to harvest and slaughter? Does that make a difference? I mean, okay, so in L.A. you're going veggie because it's like, well, there's grocery Ac- stores around. and like What I have access to. What right, am I going to hunt? The squirrels bear. and skunk? Exactly. I mean, yes. In this context, yes. I'm not a big skunk fan. That's right. Never ordered li- skunk off the menu. <laughs> so I don't see myself suddenly like skunk? sitting Indian style in my backyard waiting to catch a skunk so that I can skin <laughs> it and eat it. I'll have potatoes. I'll have I'll have miso soup. Yeah, we'll just have miso soup. I'll figure it out. <laughs> there's no there's no stray cat, bull beef cows walking up my driveway. However, if you were like Bear Grylls okay. and like lived amongst the wood yeah. and the beasts, survival mode. Yeah, but yeah, you would would you embrace the idea of killing your own food? If I had to, if yes, had of, to, of course. Maybe that's just a silly question. Of course, if we have to, we will. But I say that right. as a guy who asks you very often to kill animals for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I bought that's a good bar- point. I bought barbaric shrimp. That's a good point. They Prons. were like the size of mo- a grown man's forearm. Massive. And they were alive. Massive. And you had to rip their heads off. <laughs> that's right. So I that's mean, right. the question isn't will whether I will or will not. That's a good point. Because I have you in my life. That's a good point. You'll be slaughtering all of my lamb. Granted, that was in the fish quadrant. You ever need a fish beheaded? You call me, Bill. That's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go back to the fact? Let's go back to the fact. Back to the fact. Okay. All right. Uh, are you scrolling, 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 stop. Okay, here we go. Okay. This is a... You seem skeptic. Alrighty. Skeptic tank. Rece- it just seems very simple and opaque. Okay. Receiving text messages can make people feel less isolated. Yeah. Communication... Let's embrace the <laughs> silence. That evoked no reaction from Bill. Maybe I should text you. Two clicks lower than neutral, I would say. Yeah, I was like, I'm disappointed in that. Because I had expectations. <laughs> that is um, – that those are – come on. Receiving text messages can make people feel less isolated. When people talk to you, you can hear them. <laughs> we know these things. Fact. We know these things. Fact, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is, is there anything you want to discuss there, Adam? Um, I only yeah. go towards my disappointment in the fact. Yeah, me too. It's just like, yeah, that seems pretty That seems pretty uh, bare bones. That that follows what I understand about humans is that we like to talk to each other and we feel less alone when we're talking to another person. So do that you, makes sense. Do you ever consider when some of your friends might be feeling lonely? And if so, do you just send them a, hey, out of, out of the blue? Are you an out of the blue texter? Sometimes, sometimes. With I, nothing I, behind it, no yeah. sort of like, I'd also like to tell you about this thing, just a straight up, hey. It's more more with people like hometown high school friends wh- whom I haven't seen in a while. Yep. I know you're a big fan or you're a proponent of the out of the blue phone call, which is When you have a long lovely. drive. I think when you have a long drive, there's no harm in just being like, I am going to surprise this person and talk some shop. And it's a beautiful gesture. It's fun. It's a really, really lovely gesture to yeah. do that. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think with old high school friends, I'll send Brendan a random text out of nowhere. I'll send Sean a random, I love you. I miss you text out of Correct. nowhere. People I see all the time. Right. Not so much just like, I'm you're lonely you. thinking about you. Yeah. I'm seeing about yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know that they're not isolated. That's right. Because you're seeing them. <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a whack fact. That's a whack, fa- that's a whacked fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, that fact is whacked. Whacked. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Bill. Oh, is it my s- turn to start? Scroll up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. We have to find the Uber facts. Maybe you can vamp for the okay, next thirty. Okay, let me vamp. DMX is here in the studio. Okay. Um, let me just. Okay, uh, we're back. Okay, we're back. And Scroll on for me, Bill. And, and stop, please. You got it. <laughs> hmm. This seems like another. I'm gonna scroll past that. Okay, one. great. Not a big fan. I leave it to your discretion. 
Okay. Okay. We were just talking about slaughtering our own animals. <laughs> it's fun. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Yeah. If you starve a pig, are the first five words of this fact. <laughs> if you starve a pig for a few days, it will happily consume a human. <laughs> Whoa, okay, lot to, um, the lot adver- to chew on there. The adverb. Happily. Happily. For a few days. Right. Okay, yeah, so let's right. unpack that for a second. Okay, great. Yeah, if you starve an animal, if you starve a pig, a pig. specifically, for that- a few days, it will happily eat a human. You've seen uh, Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Yes, I have. Did somebody feed him to the pigs? Oh, did that happen in one of those? Like a weird British gangster moment? I feel like that that was kind of like the big bad guys. Like when he kills them, he feeds them to the pigs. That's pretty fun. You don't know this? I can't. That's not, it's not ringing a a memory bell, but. So we don't have to go down that road. That's fine. Here's another example. Okay. You got something? No, no, please. When that plane went down. Yes. In that snowy, snowy mountain. Yes. And all of those men and women were so, so hungry. And some of the people died. Yes. Alive. That movie Alive. Yes. And they ate their friends. Yes. I mean, is this is that universal? Do you think Star- yeah. starving will make you go crazy? And we're well, not even go crazy, but just like do whatever. Definitely, it takes. the thing that I think differentiates humans from the pigs in this scenario is that it would take a human just I think a little longer than a couple of days. But here's the here's the brutal fact yes. of the matter: we're all eating humans if we're hungry enough. Don't right. kid yourself. Right. Here's just like <laughs> follow up question. Yeah. Happily. Yeah. That. Well, that is. That is an edit. Yeah. On the. It feels like the, this person who's writing these facts is anti-pig. Bit of an edit. Very anti-pig, and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to drop seeds yeah. every 10,000 facts they're with, not, like, the pigs are coming. They're not just going to eat you. They're going to love it. They they're going to be thrilled about it. They want to. <laughs> happily. Thrilled about it. Happily. Yeah, the happily feels like an editorial. On edit- Saturday mornings, I wake up and I say, hey, I'm going to go see 30 of my friends and play basketball, and I drive to the court happily. <laughs> These pigs are like, yo, <laughs> we've been starved for five days. This is Look at awesome. Dave over there. Look at Dave. Check out yeah. Dave. <laughs> Dude, I say we just go for it and <laughs> eat Dave. <laughs> Let's eat about Dave. It. This is great. Yeah, like it's their idea. Dude, I'm so happy you brought that up. Yes. I'm so happy. I would I've been jonesing to eat Dave. Uh, but I didn't I didn't know if it was cool to say it, but since you said it, absolutely. I'm happy to eat Dave. I don't know Uberfax. I don't know Uber. All right. It just seems like are you in the head of a pig? I don't right. know how you know. And if your name is Dave and you have pigs, yes. just let them free. Get them out of there. Get them out of there. Caution to you. Caution Dave. Caution, caution, caution Dave. to you. Okay. Um I got one for you here, Bill. Okay. Um okay. A study found that 13.9 million people call in sick or arrive late to work the day after the Super Bowl. Okay. 14 million people call in sick or come in late the right. day after the Super Bowl. National hangover day. National hangover day. Right. Um, so, how do you feel morning after the Super Bowl? Super Bowl always happens on a Sunday. Yes. People probably, of all the days of the week, hate Mondays the yes. most. Garfield. So, so that all checks out. Yes. I'm not really, like, getting, like, blacked out drunk or anything. Yeah. I, I wonder how many of those people have indigestion. Yeah. It's more just like my acid reflux got kicked up. A I don't IPAs. usually That's, eat that many potato skins. That's exactly right. Right. Did you rage? after either of the New York Giants' surprise, amazing, miracle Super Bowl victories. It was emotional rage. It was emo- It was a cathartic alcohol and beer. Yeah. No, that would have no effect yeah. on my mental state. I was in such a clear-eyed, can't believe, larger-than-life, floating off the ground. You're drunk on David Tyree. You don't need beer. Exactly. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> I am so far beyond buzz. <laughs> yeah. I am in such disbelief. Yes. That was also a moment where you just call people who you haven't spoken yeah. to in years, and I'm like, hey, were you a Giants fan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah! <laughs> 
exactly. Um, exactly. What about you? You don't rage. No, you don't rage, rage. especially on a sporting rage. event. Not for the Super Bowl. I get it though. It was funny. The All Star, the NBA All Star Weekend was here in Los Angeles this past weekend, mm-hmm. um, and it is funny just to imagine that not only the fans and the consumers of the sporting events, but the athletes themselves right. are have lives. Jimmy Butler didn't play one minute. That's exactly right. That's what he I was didn't kind play of getting at. one minute. Yeah, there's like three or four guys who are always hungover yeah. at an All Star yeah. game, like and you can happens. usually identify them. Yeah. they like get the ball and they're like, ah, I'm not no. going to do anything cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like LeBron. LeBron, get over here. Get over here. <laughs> this is mildly related, but uh, the Winter Olympics are obviously also in full swing. Yes. I don't know if you saw this. You probably did. Mm. That there was a uh, – I think she was a, an American woman who threw some funny loophole. Yes. Like her grandparent was Hungarian or something, so she was able to ski for the Hungarian team. Yes. And over the past like three years has gone to these all these very ill-attended tournaments. Where you so, have to be one of the top 30 skiers. So she would go to these tournaments where like there were only like 26 contestants anyway. Right. So she was always top 30 even though she's like novice basic level skier. Can't do can't do one trick. Her no, job is to go up and down the ramp like those other skiers, yeah. not downhill. Yes. Up and down the ramp That's where right. they do tricks. That's she right. can't do tricks. <laughs> But she gamed the system. She totally gamed it. And she made the Olympics here in, in South Korea. Yes. And she I skied yesterday. And it was just like, like the, and I can't ski, so who am I to laugh? Right. I don't know how to do any of it anyway. Right. But it was, it was objectively humorous. Imagine yourself skiing <laughs> in the Olympics. That's right. All of you, no joke listeners, just imagine for a moment. Yes. You're on the top of the mountain <laughs> and you're looking down and you're thinking, I can't believe I gamed the system. <laughs> I'm about to ski in the Olympics. Yes. I'm not that good a skier. Yes. This girl did, did just that. that. She did it. It's like the joke that people say, it's like to really get how good these NBA players are, there should be like one civilian just like in the mix just to see by comparing a dress. Right. This was literally that. Right. And the Olympics. It's like the dunk competition. <laughs> make, D, make DJ Khaled try and do a yes, layup. exactly. Before he pulls up a number 10. That's exactly right. Right. Exactly. Uh, so in short, no, I don't tend to range after the Super Bowl. But right. nor do I ever have ever had a job. So I'm not showing up late for any work. I don't work. And the jobs that you do have you get fired that's right we've learned about this with the mustaches we've learned about this with ceramica if there is any sort of normalcy to your career the world will end that i don't need the super bowl to mess up my work reputation and that's a fact (laughs) and adam that's a fact episode this is great this is way too much fun we got like five in (laughs) at most maybe it did end up being about bad boy records that's true it did like we kind of wanted it to be well 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 (laughs) yeah Thank you, 112, for yes. being the musical guest. Very Thank much. you to The Locks. Thank you to Puff Daddy Thank for you, Mace. all of them. Yes, rest in peace. Biggie, we love you. Right. Yeah. We love you. I'm sure you're listening <laughs> from beyond, bro. Well, that's the best episode. Uh, for and I and Billy Secure. I'm out of busting. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>